Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. Today, Amy and I discuss the astrology for October of 2019. Please sit back and enjoy. I guess one of the things that we have to talk about in this episode is the fact that I missed the Jupiter-Neptune square from last month. And what's hilarious about that is that it actually took place on my birthday yesterday, (laughs) which is September 21st. Yeah. I was so caught up in all of the minutiae. Is this not the most Virgo thing ever? Yeah. Did you forget the one big thing that actually mattered? The one, yeah, the one big thing, because there's been three hits of that this year, and the one on September 21st was the last one. Mm -hmm. And you would think that I would. You know, that was kind of a big day for me and my solar return. Um, But and I I had originally wanted to do like a separate show for, okay, Jupiter and Neptune squares. Fine. Um, But then I got sick. As you can hear, I'm (laughs) sound a bit like a frog today. And so we couldn't do that. So I think one of the things we can before we talk about October. Yeah, totally. And before... Because we got to talk about Halloween, and I'm so excited to do October because Halloween. It's like, yeah, yeah. you understand this. It's like you get it. Yeah, I know. I love your Edgar Allan Poe shirt that you're rocking today. That's awesome. But um, so there were two other Jupiter Neptune squares this year. They were January 13th, June 16th, and then September 21st. So for anyone listening, what if you keep a journal, this is what I did. I went back and looked at and like read my journal entries for January and read my journal entries for June. And so what I suggest is that you just look in there or just try to reflect upon what big wish you were aiming for? Um, because Jupiter Neptune is kind of like aim for the stars. The arrow might hit the top of your house, <laughs> sort of, <laughs> sort of thing. Because it's like because Jupiter is like big and grandiose, yeah, and yeah. Neptune has no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Neptune is like, yeah, do it, dream all you want, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I don't have any boundaries, and but. You know, that's not very three, I mean, that's not very 3D land possible. So it's kind of like a, yeah, dream really big and then like bring it back down to earth. We talked about it. And so funny too, because like in our first podcast, we, in June, we Mm -hmm. talked about it. And then I just kind (laughs) of, I don't know, I got so caught up in all of the planets like, Oh, well, there were so many things going on. You were just like, oh, my God, I know <laughs> we're we going to do this all. Yeah. You were like texting me back. Like, are we really going to talk about all these? I'm like, yes, <laughs> because I'm insane. And then like a few it was a few days later, I was just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and that's on my birthday, <laughs> which was yesterday. We're recording this on September 22nd. It's 2.33. So... Um, so yeah, so just to start off the podcast, I mean, I I know people are going to be like, well, it's already passed. No, it's always good. It's always good to go back and look at look. No, for real old aspects, because the thing is, is that patterns. Yeah. Reoccur. And the thing is, the reason I say look at all of January and look at all of June and then look at all of September is because. There's a buildup to the aspect, and then there is the exact aspect, and then there is the release of Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. so that's like, you know, that's like a couple of weeks that all of that is like building up, and then it's a play, and then it releases. So yeah, that would be my advice to everyone is just to to reflect on January, June, and now September. What about you? If you reflected or looked at your journal, what what do you think it would? One one well one of the things because I did go back and and it was funny because the theme really showed up of one of the things that I really wanted to get 
uh, started and done this year was my astrology mm-hmm. certification. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking it right now. The astrology cert that I'm doing is um, Chris Brennan's Hellenistic Astrology course. And uh, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's very in-depth. Mm-hmm. And um, kudos to Chris Brennan for creating that. Um but the other thing, too, is, like, really getting, like, my health in line. Um, that's been a big thing. Well, that's been a big thing for me for, like, you know, a year plus now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so those were, those were, like, <laughs> those were, like, the two things. that it's, like, if I can get a handle on anything yeah. this year, it's going to be those things. And, like, now I'm, like, more than halfway through his course. I mean, it's over a hundred and... 20 hours of lecture and then there's mm-hmm. a, his huge book and yeah. then there's all of these extra readings mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's 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 intense um i mean i hope to be done with it by the end of the year but if not that's okay yeah. again shoot for the stars you might hit the top of your house and it's been the you know the same thing with my health i'm a hell of i'm a hell of a lot healthier than mm-hmm. i was say yeah you know what was it december of 2017 when I had this massive flare-up but you know and so now it's just like doing a lot of maintenance and really just being kind to myself as a matter of fact that's the goal Mm -hmm. that I've made for my 45th year is that because normally being Virgo it's just kind of like okay I'm gonna do all of these things and I have to set these goals for myself and yeah I get it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you know, I was looking back at all of these journal entries and I was just like this isn't a bad thing to mm-hmm. make goals for oneself, but it also I can also be very unkind mm-hmm. to myself. And that's when I was just like, you know, show yourself the kindness and love that you show others. Yeah. Well, and it it, it the funny there was this interesting thing that happened at work um because and it actually Like, this is actually coming from, like, an interaction that I had with my boss. Mm -hmm. You know, not to bore everyone to tears, but we we do these inter-rater reliability things at work. It's basically a test. Mm -hmm. I have horrible test anxiety. Horrible test anxiety. Mm -hmm. And... and, you know, I'm the lead person. So in my mind, I'm you like, have I to have be, to be the best. Yeah. And then that just yeah. adds to the anxiety. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So it's a horrible feedback loop. Yep. But I actually did. I actually <clears throat> did well this time. And me being who I am, I, you know, my, my, my director was just like, you know, oh, how'd it go? And I have to use humor to, mm, you know, deflect. deal with my insecurities. <laughs> yes. And I was like, well, I said, I didn't cry this time. <laughs> and she was like. There should never be any crying. And I was just like, well, you know, the perfectionism thing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, no, 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 we can't. We can't do that. She was like, (laughs) and because she and she started telling the story about how a supervisor was doing that to another um, and to like another case manager. Mm -hmm. And I was just like. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I said, I'm not going to do that to anyone. I said, mm-hmm. I'll only do that to me. Yes, yes. And she was like, okay. She was like, you yeah. are the one person you should yeah, not yeah, be yeah, doing yeah. that to. Yeah. And it was one of those things where, you know, I was kind of like, oh, ha, 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 like just laughing it off because that's what I do. Yep. And then like later it dawned on me. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I was just like, my only goal for 45 is to be kind to myself. Yeah. So <laughs> that is how, <laughs> that is the shoot for the stars, might hit the top of the roof mm-hmm. <laughs> um, thing that I've got going on. And I think, I mean, it's the end of that cycle, but, yeah. you know, to set yeah. that intention for year 45, I'm I'm okay with it. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> how have you been doing? Good. I mean, like, September was crazy for me, as you know, with, like, everything that was going on with work and then creatively and my debut and, like, all of that just kind of, like, my fibromyalgia, like, taking all that on and doing it. That just, you know, I'm like, all right, I did it. And then crash. Crash. (laughs) You know, because, like, the Virgo in me is like, we're going to power through this. We're going to make this. This is going to happen. Yeah. At all costs. Yeah. 
you know, and then you you pay for it later, which I did. Yeah. But you know, now I'm coming back around on the you know yeah. upswing again. So so that's good. Well, I think even when you and I looked at September, we you and I were both kind of like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're I, gonna burn ourselves the fuck out. Yeah. And I got, I mean, I got sick. I mean, yeah, yeah that's what happens. Yeah. And I even said, because I went back and listened to September. Take it was care like, of yourself. I was don't. like, take care of yourself. Virgo rules the sixth house. You don't want to get ill. What did my <laughs> ass do? Got sick. It's like, we you know. Never take, we give great advice, but we seldom ever take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> well, on that note, shall we start talking about October? Ooh. I know we're still in September. I know we're still in September, but we're going to talk about October. <laughs> so, on October one, very first day, we have Venus in Libra square Pluto in Capricorn, and I think I wrote for this one. It was loving diplomat meets underworld god, <laughs> and uh, how do we need to be kinder to ourselves and others because our stuff is just a reflection of other people's stuff? Yeah. And wow, what a segue from the conversation yeah, we were just exactly, having. Exactly right. Um, I think one of the things that we're going to see this month is that a lot of the planets are starting to. Uh, they're going to start leaving Libra for Scorpio. But Venus has still got a little bit of work to do in Libra. And we talked, a, we started talking a little bit about this last month with everything being in Libra. It's mm-hmm. like the relationship we have with ourselves and the relationship we have with other people because Libra is we are. And then... And we talked a little bit about Chiron being an Aries across from that being I am, I am the identity wound and how that relates. So I look at, I look at the Venus Pluto square. I mean, and with Pluto, there's, there's crisis and there's power plays and there's all of that. With her being a benefit, I don't think this is going to be anything like malevolent or anything like that. But I think it is going to be a bit of a, where are, where, where is my inner power for kind me. of like an inner come to Jesus meeting mm-hmm. with yourself yeah it and sounds like because that's what the like the immediate like picture that I got yeah. that you painted you know when you said the diplomats and the underworld it was just like very like internal mm-hmm. and like okay like we got to sit down and yeah. and have a talk yeah balance and, some things out yeah well and Libra is all about balance and also too it's going to be like you know you are you know you're a reflection we're all just mirrors running around and yeah. you know when you see when you're like angry with somebody else or whatever you got to be like well wait do other people get angry at me for the same shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like the re- relationship we're having with self and then the it co- and that causes the relationship that we have with others. So and the and ripple it, effects. Yeah. And sometimes like when we have these aspects, we don't like the person we meet yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. And we may take it out on other people. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of the danger with with this is that it could be like, "Oh, I, I don't I don't want to hear that. I don't I'm not like that." Yeah. And then but you you're you're like that and then uh, and that never it's does not good. any it's not good. good. Yeah. So um, but you know we're but we're we're starting to uh, we're starting that season of like starting to get further further down that staircase. So, on and speaking of Scorpio, <laughs> on October third, Mercury enters Scorpio, <clears throat> and I put winged me- winged messenger. In the realm of death. <laughs> no sweat, dun, though, dun, dun. because Mercury is a psychopomp and he can move between all of the realms. He's allowed that luxury. But then I asked the question, but how are you dealing with your dark underbelly? <laughs> you know, because that's that's where Mercury is going. Um, Scorpio is deep, dark psyche shit i always say that scorpio is the dark matter of zodiac (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's actually kind of funny because you know um last night troy and i had a conversation and he's like you know babe he's like everything doesn't have to be so deep with you (laughs) and i'm just like (laughs) 
okay. <laughs> and it's even funnier because, like, he's also a Scorpio. I was going to say he's Scorpio's but, son, too. Yeah, but he's, like, Scorpio on the cusp of Libra. You know, he's, like, the 24th of October. So, yeah. you know. Well, and it, well, and what is his what is his rising though? You know, I'm not I ha- I'm going to have to go back and look yeah. and see. But yeah. I know he has Sagittarius in his charts. Um yeah. like I don't, it, it could be one of his big 3. Yeah, or I think it is, which cuz I remember oh. that we were very kind of compatible because I have Sagittarius where like Actually, you know. I remember, I think I want to say that he was a Sag rising, and that makes him more buoyant. If, if, okay, so I don't know if he is Sag rising, but if he is, or if he has like Sag moon, uh-huh. as a person who is a Sag moon, like that gives you some buoyancy to all of the deep shit. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I'm a Scorpio rising, uh-huh. so when people meet me, they're like, "Oh shit, Scorpio," yeah. <laughs> you know. And but you know I I can have this like buoyant thing uh-huh. about me yeah yeah so that that might be it but yeah that's so funny but I I literally like laughed I just looked at him and I was just like okay like <laughs> no you're just gonna be like oh, next time I won't let you down in my deep dark chambers <laughs> right <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll be good <laughs> yeah but so this so this month with Mercury being in Scorpio there's mm-hmm. go, there's gonna be like some deep dive thoughts and it's just the season that we're moving into. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all part of it. I mean, this is the Halloween episode. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, it's the time of year where you get to put on a mask and maybe and be your true, true self? genuine self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because generally we portray masks, you know, that yeah. society expects of us or yeah. you know, parents expect of us or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, like ruling factor, yeah. religion or what have you. There are so many external things that tell you how you're supposed to be and do and feel and think and act. Yeah. But if all of that was wiped away, like who are you? Yeah. Who How, would you? Yeah. Who would you be? How do you act? And I think, you know, like they, you do see that a lot around Halloween. And I was just telling like my coworkers because they work with two, you know, uh, I work with four guys and um, three women in Halloween. We're talking about the slutty costume. Oh, you know? God. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, why does everything have to be slutty? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, don't girls. And it was just like, hey, look. It was like, we live in a very puritanical society. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and all of the sexualization and everything that you're seeing, I said, is the backlash to that repression of sexuality. And I said, and Halloween is the one time where maybe a lot of these girls. They're not that way. They don't feel comfortable showing their bodies or mm-hmm. feel sexy. But this is the one time of year where they can actually, society says it's okay. Yeah. You know, you can be sexy. You can be, you know, and, and, and wear very little and you're not looked down upon. Yeah. You're not, you know, stared at and be like, oh, you you're know, a, made you're fun of. Ha- you're actually heralded, you, exactly. you know. Exactly. Like, oh, yay. You know, yeah. so why wouldn't you do that. Yeah. And he didn't have an answer. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you know, this one night where a woman is embracing her sexuality yeah, and her yeah. sensuality and her feminine, like, you know, we'll, we'll allow it tonight. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? It's just kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, and then it was funny, too, because he brought up the... Uh, um, well, it would have, I, and I was like, you enjoyed it, because he brought up how uh, one time his girlfriend was like, I'm going to be a leprechaun for uh, Halloween, and she was a sexy leprechaun, and he got mad, and I was like, you enjoyed the costume, she's like, sexy, right? And he's like, yeah, and I said, you were mad because other guys were enjoying, we're enjoying it. that costume. I said, that's not on her. That's on you. I'm like, you should have yeah. felt confident enough and, you know, be like, yes, my woman is sexy. Go mm-hmm. ahead and look. We're going home with one another. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, mind blown. Mm. Yeah. Mind blown. He could not believe, like, I was just like. Yeah. Well, and I wonder too, it's like, were you maybe a little mad too because she was enjoying it? Yeah. 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 You know? <laughs> And, uh, you know, what's wrong with that? Exactly. What's wrong with it? And, you know, and again, it goes back to, like, 
the season that we're moving yeah. into. Like all of the all of those deep dark, dark like stuffs. secrets and like why do you feel this mm-hmm. way and what do you really mean? Yeah. Like what's the yeah, what what's you really, the meaning behind the curtain? Yeah, what you do know? you what do you really think? So that's yeah. that's where that's where Mercury is gonna be, is like taking the deep dive behind the curtain. I love it. On October fourth, Mars finally enters Libra. So he leaves Virgo and she's like, Thanks for thatching my roof and <laughs> thanks for all the work. Chopping all the wood and doing all the things. He's like, Yeah, it was great. Now he's in Libra. And this is a bit it's a bit difficult because Mars is in detriment in Libra. So what this means is that Mars is in He's furthest away from home. He's looking across the stars and he can see Aries, which is his home. And he's like, it's so far away. It's, it's also the house of his lover because mm. this is where Venus's domain is. So, you know, it's very, I mean, last time I said it was like a courtroom, but it's like, but it's also ruled by Venus. So it's also like a palace. It's like, I don't know what this looks like. I mean, I could just keep seeing Rome. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like lavish, you know, furniture and incense, but also justice. So, and he's got to be diplomatic here. And that's like the throne room. Yeah. Throne room. That's good. It's the throne room because the kings, they held courts. They yeah. had their, their, you know, they would bring in the people and decide, you know, yeah. amongst the dispute. But then they also used it, you know, to throw their parties. parties yeah. And, you know, so it had to do, you know, double duty. So, yeah. So, you know, I think that's how you could think of it is that's, like the throne room. That's OK. That's perfect. That's that's how that's going to live in my head now. <laughs> um. But so, you know, Mars has been like doing stuff and <laughs> happy about doing stuff. And now he's like in this place of like, well, you have to be a diplomat now. And he's kind of like, yeah, I kind of do shit. And so, and he's far away from home. So this isn't like the most comfortable place for him to be. So that's, that's happening. On, so he's feeling a little antsy. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I yeah, I would definitely. I mean, he he has to think differently. Yeah. He's kind of like I can't just charge in, yeah. and do shit. I actually have to sit here and think Stop and, and think strategize, and, and like, that's not his strong. Suits. Yeah, yeah, like three sixty think everything, and he he's he kind of has to like sit down and figure that out. Um, on October fifth, the sun in Libra squares the South Node. And this was my Marie Kondo, your ego already. <laughs> and the, and then I put, what is real self-care? So the good news about this is that the South Node, which is the past. Mm-hmm. Like when you, when you say my South Node is in blah, blah, blah on your <clears throat> chart. Like that's the shit from your past that you've got to clear away so you can head north. Grow. And the south node is moving away from Saturn and Pluto, which is good. <laughs> but the sun does this la- this square with the south node. And, you know, the sun is our sense of self. And this is, to me, this is just kind of like, it's a figure it out already. Like, quit trying to do all of this bullshit that isn't real or whatever. Um, and you and I were talking earlier off mic about what is real self-care mm-hmm. because I had, I, I listened to uh, a podcast called Hysteria and they were talking about self-care and that, you know, it's appropriative, it's privileged, it's, you know, capitalistic. It's, yeah. And it's performative. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you know, you're standing in line at the co-op and your yoga pants while you suck on, you know, a juice smoothie that has like, you know, kale in it or whatever. <laughs> and, um, and then, but then trying to figure out like what real self care is. And for some reason, when I was looking at this aspect, I was like, you know, for that just seems to be a theme, mm-hmm. especially with, um, with everything being 
when everything went into Libra, like all of the planets were like exhausted because mm-hmm. they had been working so hard in yeah. Virgo. Yeah. So trying to bring all of that into balance yeah. and, you know, doing doing what really works as opposed to what is performative and what we think and what we've been sold. So, yeah. <laughs> and told what yeah. it is and what we should be doing and how yeah. we should be doing it. And yeah. You can buy your way to self-care. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> the CBD oil is going to help so incredibly much, but so is that Saturday where you didn't do, do shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because Libra is about balance. And maybe yeah. had, you know, I done a little less in September and had a little mm-hmm. bit more balance and a little, you know, less just less period i you know mm-hmm. wouldn't have had my flare up i mean was it yeah. worth it it totally was and you know obviously with my my job i didn't have any choice with mm-hmm. that but life just what it is and you kind of roll with it but yeah. you know sometimes just stopping and being like okay i can't or oh i need to take this time for me because yeah. that's one thing too that i september really showed me it was like you need to be you need to do a little less you need to be kinder. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I swear to God, I feel like as I'm coming, th- as I'm mm-hmm. coming, as for me personally, as I'm coming yep. through September, it's like, fuck, I'm really mean. Yes. I am really mean to myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And to like September, other people have said things that have kind of pointed that out as yeah. well. And like yeah. made me kind of, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's that mirror reflecting yeah, shit yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on October 8th, Venus enters Scorpio. And what I put for that was dark goddess that shit. (laughs) I am here for it. This makes me so happy. (laughs) I just I love Venus and Scorpio. I love Scorpio. I get so pissed off when I see those memes on Everybody is so dumb on Scorpio. Scorpios are assholes. Like, no. Okay. Low vibrating Scorpios, we can be can be assholes. <laughs> serious assholes. Okay, I will admit it. You can I when I was I've been a low vibrating ass, you know, like I was not pleasant to be around. Now that I have evolved Sometimes you gotta keep that shit just like in a little like purse. Yeah. So you can channel it, yeah. you know, when you need yeah. to. Because <laughs> sometimes it's important, you know, not to lose that. But yeah, you gotta. Well, let it go. One of the things that um, uh, April Shaley she talks about this. Well, and I'm and I'm sure other astrologers have talked about this as well. But she's the one that I remember talking about it. And that Scorpio is the scorpion, and the scorpion can creepy crawl in all of these dark and hidden places. Mm-hmm. And then Scorpio is also the eagle. Mm-hmm. So it's like Scorp- Scorpion graduates to, to eagle, eagle to, to, to fly above yep. and and like understands the underbelly. Yeah. But then can see the bigger picture from mm-hmm. flying above. Yep. And then the eagle graduates to, to the, the phoenix, phoenix, which is the transformative power of Scorpio. Yeah. That's why I love Scorpio. That's why I love Scorpio so much is that it's to me, it's just got so and I, I mean, I know I'm biased because I'm a Scorpio rising, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I and I think that's I mean, I just I love it when all of these planets start moving into Scorpio and I love this season. Well, too, because like, you know, there is so much change like during that mm-hmm. time and that's Scorpio's jam mm-hmm. transformation and, you know, like re inventing oneself and always kind of like trying to improve and grow and learn yeah you know so I think that's also why it's exciting because it's like not only do you kind of like start to do that with yourself you know you see it around you well and I mean in terms of you know with Venus representing the feminine and we have no, no matter what no matter who you are you have feminine and masculine mm-hmm. within you. Yep. And so I mean to me this is like that deep dark embrace of that 
and being able to allow that to transform with within a person Mm -hmm. so and venus being with venus being cooperative and with venus being creative and being about relationships to me this is just one more way we're taking a deep dive to improve ourselves so um october 9th uh with mars being in libra of course he's got to oppose chiron and Chiron is in Aries. So Mars is like, huh, you're, you get to be in my home spot and I'm over here. <laughs> but um, to me, this is taking action in relationships. And it's taking, ac- taking action in like improving ourselves, taking action in improving our relationships, the ones that we have with ourselves, taking action to heal ourselves up. Um. That's how I'm looking at that aspect. Like I said, like last month when everything started to oppose Chiron, I didn't really look at it as like, oh, these are going to be difficult. I mean, they're always, when they're opposing, they're looking at each other and they're sizing each other up like, what you got? I don't know, what you got? Like, you know. But that's not always negative either. No, it's not. Because they can, because like when anytime there's an opposition, the other sign has what the other one needs. Mm -hmm. So... You know, Mars is like, I'm I'm having to think about we are, which isn't my forte. No. I think about I, I am. am. And Chiron is like, I'm an I am right now. Yeah. So how about we help each other out here? Like, you know, I've got what you need to mm-hmm. like be able to stand in your power so you can be who you are. These are the wounds you need to heal up. And this is the shit you need to do so you can interact with people in a way that isn't like this projective bullshit yeah, that like, and- you know, <laughs> that ruins this. This is just going to ruin everything yeah, yeah. may not be, like I said, may not be like the easiest thing to see. Sometimes yeah. when we take those dives inward, it's like, Oh, I don't yeah, like who I am. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh shit. And then you're just like, I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's hard to do. And like, yeah. Own that within yourself. Yeah. I can safely say that, like, coming into my 40s, um, like, it's because, like, when you've <laughs> when you've lived life this long, oh, mm-hmm. it's amazing to, like, look back on the different differing stages exactly. that you've had and mm-hmm. go, wow, <laughs> I was either I like, in, you know, you can just look back on yourself, but with like clear eyes and just go, yeah. wow, I was really whiny or wow, that was really cool about me. Yeah, or yeah, wow. Yeah. And then just try to like, you know, create it into like a new and bolder person. Yeah. But so, so yeah, I can, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be feeling that for that aspect. On October 13th, I love that this is on October 13th, (laughs) we get a full moon in Aries. And for that, I just wrote, I am the moon. (laughs) Moon, moon. (laughs) Moon, moon. Moon, moon. (laughs) I'm a spare tire. I don't know if anyone's familiar with the moon, moon memes, but those are hilarious. But I actually, I'm really looking forward to this full moon. Because on September 28th, we had the new moon in Libra. Mm -hmm. I think it's September 28th. It's the, it's the end of September. And so that's setting the intention of like, that's setting that intention of we are, breathing things into balance, the relationship we have with ourselves as opposed to everyone else. And then we come to this full moon in Aries. And I really, and with the sun, like completely, like full illumination on the moon, which Aries, Aries like, yep, yep. Aries like, bro, me, warm, yes, yeah. Aries like me, <laughs> but I, I think that will be really cool, and and you know the moon is the emotional side of things. I think that will be very cool because I, to me, it's almost going to be like feeling yourself, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, like it's all kind of starting to come well, together. Well, it it's on, you know, like I get like, you know, with the light shine, like the light bulb, like you're kind of just like, yeah, okay. And you can connect those dots mm-hmm. within and start to feel like mm-hmm. that cohesion within yeah. yourself. And yeah. So on October 14th, Mercury and Scorpio sextiles Saturn in Capricorn. 
And the only thing I put for this was good constructive conversation and thought process. So with Mercury taking that deep psychic dive, sextile now sextile is an easy flow of energy. It's not as strong as a trine, <laughs> but um, it, it's a easy conversation between those two. And you know, Mercury's going to be like, "Hey, Saturn." <laughs> <laughs> Found some deep, dark shit down here. And Saturn's going to be like, what? <laughs> and Saturn, well, Saturn's in Capricorn right now. And, you know, like, back in the day, um, before they knew Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto existed, Saturn was the final the stop. End, yeah. Saturn was the boundary. So Saturn is sometimes represented as death. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kronos yeah. Father Time, you have a finite amount of time on this planet, and that's all you get. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. So I actually think Saturn will be like, yes, tell me more about this deep, dark fear of death, whatever, you know? <laughs> and I think it will just be a good, like, and how can we construct mm-hmm. something meaningful out of that? On October 13th, Libra... Sun and Libra sextile Jupiter. Okay, so this is nice because this is just like a nice little kiss on the cheek. This is a nice day for a little ego boost. So, you know, we had the full moon, get a little bit of ego boost, have a conversation with Saturn about, you know, all of the things that you're finding. There's another aspect on October 14th. The sun in Libra squares Pluto in Capricorn. So I believe we have when we had this, I think, another time. I'm trying to remember. Um, you know, anything that's in Libra squaring all of that stuff down in uh, down in Capricorn. I should say up in Capricorn, but in my chart. Capricorn is down because uh. so, it's third house. So I always envision it that way. But on October 14th, the sun in Libra squares Pluto in Capricorn. So this is power. Who has power? Who'd you give your power to? Are you caught up in an ego trap? There's been some conversations on a deeper level with Mercury being down and Mercury being down in Scorpio. Like... You know, some of this stuff's starting to come up to the surface and kind of crack that facade a little bit. That might be that might be like a little bit of a crisis. And when I say a crisis, I'm not talking about your whole life falling apart. You know, I'm just talking about like there's that thing that happens that just kind of makes you go, "Mm, what's that mean? So, on October 20th, we get Venus and Scorpio sextile Saturn in Capricorn. And I put that this is just a nice grounded conversation. It's easy to talk about all the muck. Because Venus is in Scorpio now, and she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> <kinda> down here <laughs> figuring out my deep psychic stuff and relationships and my creativity and all of that stuff. and the But that's a good place to be if yeah. you're going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, that might be, that, that would be such a good time to work on a creepy project. Yes. You know, I just look at that as like, ooh, that's like creepy project time, <laughs> you know. Maybe I need to uh, start working on my new burlesque piece that oh, I've got yeah. formulating. Yeah, do it to it, man. All of the all of the Venus Pluto stuff. Yes, it's just all like That's all been like it's just like clockwork. We yeah. can track it. It's, it's it's actually been pretty pretty funny. Yeah. To like kind of see how mm-hmm. like things that I'm planning and then, you know, like we talk about it or we look at, you know, the forecast and it's like, "Oh." Huh? Yep, there it is. Yep. <laughs> On October 23rd, the sun enters Scorpio. And what I put my note on this was Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun. <laughs> because I don't know, that was like the that was the first thing I thought of. And that's kind of 
It's not so much the song. No, it's, it's the, the video. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, we're showing our age here with this, <laughs> but Soundgarden was a grunge band back in the 90s. <laughs> and the video was super creepy because it was like this suburban neighborhood and everybody like had like the perfect life very stepford very stepford child wifeish and like but the images would start to distort Mm -hmm. like they would have this crazy big smiles and how that's kind of how i look at sun scorpio is that like it's kind of shining a light on all the dark shit, mm-hmm. you know, because that is like to me that was like the the theme of the video of like yep. here's this perfect place that is not, not perfect, perfect at all. Yes, it's actually quite fucking scary. Yeah, <laughs> behind the facade of this innocent looking bookstore. Yeah, you know, like yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's exactly what it is. So that's kind of, that's how I feel about um, Sun and Score. Um, Yes, Sun and Scorpio. On October 25th, Venus um, sextiles Pluto. I couldn't help but think, have you seen the show Lucifer? No. Okay. So. I'm so behind on shows. Yeah. Kind of terrible with that. (laughs) Well, one of the things that always happens in the show is uh, he needs information from someone. Mm-hmm. So what he'll do is he'll lean in and make eye contact with them and say, what do you desire? And then they just say exactly what they desire. You know? <laughs> and that's what I thought about with um, Venus sextile Pluto, because it is. I mean, it's an easy flow of energy. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, girl. What do you what do you want? Mm-hmm. You want power? You want yeah. you want money? You want sex? You want you want some deep dark secrets? You want some kink? Like I mean, yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's, very, it's yeah. all of that like verboten mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's just going to ask her what do you desire and she's in Scorpio so she's going to be like I want and she's going to tell you. <laughs> she's going to tell you. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> On October 27th. Just remember to use the safe word, guys. Yeah, That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it safe. <laughs> On October, and consent is important. Con- and consent is key. <laughs> On October 27th, Mars and Libra squares Saturn and Capricorn. Malefic against malefic. Um, but I actually think that this could be very constructive. Um, you know, with Libra being, I mean, with Libra, with Mars being in Libra, he's kind of like, oh, I don't feel so good here. And with Saturn being in Capricorn, it's like, I'm at full power. I'm at home. You know, I think Saturn could really put the boundaries on Mars and be like, this is the shit that you need to be doing. Get your yeah. act together. I don't care. I don't care that you're not in a place that you really like. Yeah. Like, we can't all be in the place that we really like all the time. Yeah. Do with it. Yeah. It's like, but again, finite amount of time on this planet. Figure it out. Yeah. And so I think, and it will be, it'll be like, how am, you know, what's the relationship like with myself and those around me and what do I need to be doing have I been having a tantrum with myself have I been being mean to myself am I being mean to others you know I really think that that theme of that theme of kindness Kindness, and balance just keeps coming up for some reason it's like there were planets in Libra (laughs) (laughs) on October 27th same day (laughs) we get new moon in Scorpio now, Moon Scorpio, this is a fall position for, yeah, this is a fall position. But I'm actually looking at this as really cool because it's a new moon. Okay, so new moon, total dark moon, you yeah. know. <clears throat> what is Scorpio? Scorpio is, Scorpio is it's the dark. The, yeah, the under... Yeah, and the thing is, is that, like, I mean, the and, you know, the dark is just, it's just dark. It's, you know, just means that there's no light there. No. And I really think that 
I'm I'm actually looking forward to this because I mean new moons are time to set intentions. So with all of this conversation that's been going on about deep dark psychic dives and trying to bring things into va- balance and who am I and who are you and yeah. healing things and trying to be kind. It's kind of like this is a huge opportunity and it might be uncomfortable just because it is a fall position. But I think it's a really good time to just be like, I'm going to just sit with all of this uncomfortable shit. You know, be comfortable with the uncomfortable and get to know your demons. Yeah. Have, yeah. you know, sit down, have some tea. You know, yeah. get, get to know who they are, where mm-hmm. they came from, you know, what their backgrounds are. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dem- Demetra George, um, she's another astrologer that I read um, a lot of. And in her book, I believe it's in the book Mysteries of the, Mysteries of the Dark Moon, she talks about that. And I, and I love what she says because and it makes me cry like every time I read it because she talks about how you have to go over to the dark side you can't just live on the light side no you have to go into the dark side you have to find your demons you have to drag them mm-hmm. and all of their snarling and hissing and anger and ugliness yeah and and you have light yeah and you have to Bring them, and I love how she puts this, you have to bring them into your home, Mm -hmm. sit them down at your table, feed them really good food, and get to know them. Because all they are is the parts of ourselves that we've abandoned, that shit we didn't want to deal with, that stuff that we don't like to look at, and stuff that we kind of might be having to look at all freaking month. No. You know, all our freaking life. And... And yet we have to go and get them. The reason they howl and snarl and are mean is because we ignored them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we ignored them. So, ah, oh, I just, I love that so much. So that's really what I, I feel about the, the new moon in Scorpio. So, and last but not least... We have Halloween, October 31st. We're at the end of the month, (laughs) y'all. We made it. So what I did was I just, I opened, I I use a program called Solar Fire, and I just looked at October 31st and was just trying to look at some of the aspects for that day. So Mars sextiles the moon in Sagittarius. And then we also have Mercury and Venus conjunct, which means that they're holding hands. They're right there together. I think they're at 28 degrees and Scorpio. So Mars, you know, the man of action, sextiling this so easy flow of energy with the moon and Sag. The moon is very, I, I feel like the moon is very buoyant in Sag. So it's kind of like a Hey, <laughs> you know, what are you, you know, on an emotional level? How are how you, you feeling? <laughs> you know, how are you feeling? What do you want to do? I know you're kind of in this place that you don't really, you're not really into it. But like, you know, what have you learned so far? What what can you do? And then with... That sounds very much like a, a bar combo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, well, yeah, that, that best friend, you know, you're kind of sitting at the bar thinking about yeah. some things. You haven't seen him in a while. It comes up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's up? Well, yeah, and let's face it, Jupiter being in Sagittarius, Jupiter's been in a fucking bar this whole year, you know, just having good conversations with people because he's happy. But, you know, so I feel like the moon in Sag is going to be, I feel like the moon in Sag is going to give Mars like some some good advice, you know, because that's like just this place of buoyancy. Yeah. Now, Mercury and Venus are both in Scorpio. So they're like, deep, dark, psych dive. And what happens when Mercury fuses with another planet? He's giving her the mic. So he's gonna say, and what do you have to say about your experience here, Venus? And 
when we think of Halloween, which if you're a witchy, pagany person, Samhain, that is the time of year when the veil is the thinnest. So I really looked at this as like, this is a hell of a day <laughs> to, I mean, it's a, I mean, Halloween is just like, this, this is a time Period. when you can talk yeah. to your people. Yeah. You know, whether it be ancestors or your invisibles or, or whatever you believe, mm-hmm. or if you don't believe you can skip over this part, you know, that's fine. Uh, we're not, we're not here to tell anybody this is how you should believe or do or whatever. But you know, that's to me, that's a hell of a time to ask and to converse with, hey, I'm trying to work some shit out. Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got going on? Yeah. And I was looking too at aspects a few days later because, as this always happens, like there's the buildup, yeah. there's the exact, and then there's the release. So I looked a few days later into November, and a few days after, Mars will square Pluto. So again, we got malefic and malefic having a time. Pluto is going to say, is basically going to say, do the work. Yeah. Do Get your, it done. Do your freaking work. Yeah. So that would be a good time too. you know, knowing that's coming. It's a good time to, to, you know, to ask, quote unquote, ask your people. (laughs) What do I need to do? You know, make your offerings (laughs) of, you know, how you can navigate this. It's also, I would say, a good time too with all of the work that has been taking place, a good time to honor yourself. Yes. And then... Well, so, too, because we are the culmination of our ancestors. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah. It, it, it really is cyclical. Yeah. When you think about it, like, energy-wise and, and stuff like that. So it just only makes sense to do that. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, I think. Mm-hmm. And also, too, Venus will then try and Chiron a few days later. We're going to talk more about this in the November podcast, but... She will move into Sag then, Sagittarius. So she's going to be in the land of of a benefic, and she's going to be co-present with Jupiter, which is really nice. But she'll have this trine going with Chiron. So to me, that's going to be really lovely because, you know, again, with the 31st, it's like, how do I want to heal up? How can I take responsibility? That's the other thing too, mm-hmm. you know. And also, it's kind of like you know, don't ever go to you, go, don't ever go to your people just asking for shit. Like, also be bringing shit and Have bringing some, your responsibility yes, too. Yes, yes, you know. So I'm not just saying like go to Santa Claus and ask for gifts. Like, no. you know, come, you know. I, so with all of that going on, with all of those aspects happening afterwards, I just kind of feel like, yeah, the 31st is going to be a really good day to just kind of solidify you know what's the plan because I mean in a couple of months we're gonna have that you know Saturn Pluto conjunction and then all planets are gonna be in Capricorn and going past all of that stuff I mean it's yeah I mean now is to me now it's kind of like yeah take the deep dive figure out where the wounds are figure out what you can do where are you taking where where can you take responsibility where haven't you taken responsibility mm-hmm. where are you not being kind you know yeah. all of that so whoo <laughs> and you said in text me you were like there's less going on but it's way more cathartic this yes. month and i think that's perfect i think we're looking at a lot of catharsis but hey the modern ruler of Scorpio is Pluto. Pluto is catharsis. Pluto is, Pluto is crisis. Pluto is power. Pluto is transformation. So that's the territory we're heading in. So kudos. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> exactly. But, it, you know, it doesn't enjoy the ride. It doesn't have to be a yeah. bad ride. So don't expect it. To be, you know, sometimes I think when people hear that, they're like, oh, my God, because darkness can be very scary. Yeah. But I think, you know, Scorpio 
embrace wants you to embrace that wants you to yeah. know it's not that scary it's just it's part of life it just you know yeah it, it it is what it is, and yeah. we have to honor that if we're gonna honor the good things about life, quote yeah. unquote, good things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To have. Well, that. and yeah, there's 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 no light without dark, no dark without light. You've got to balance it all out. So on that note, I think we should pull some cards. Ooh, <laughs> any card. <laughs> Okay, so we're at the point in the podcast where I pull some cards. And this month, I'm actually using my Draconis deck. Ooh. Yeah, look at it. It's got like, it's it's all dragons. It's got dragons and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and this was actually a gift from our producer, Christian Wiltzius, who is also my husband. This was a Christmas gift that he gave me. So we're... Aww. Aww. <laughs> so... We're going to use the deck that he gave me. Um, And the first card I pulled is Justice. So, yeah, I know. So we're... (laughs) You can't say... I'm making scales. Yeah, she's making... (laughs) That's why I'm laughing. She's doing the scales. Um, So, yeah. So (laughs) here we are in October with, you know, some planets still in Libra, Libra and just trying to find that balance of everything. And, um, you know, I I would also say that this is, how am I going to put this? Like, I I don't know, like, like justice for ourselves. Like, this is kind of like that jumping off point of like, maybe I need to be a little nicer to me, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I shouldn't do yourself justice. Yeah. Do yourself justice. Like, maybe I shouldn't hold myself in contempt all the time. Yes. (laughs) You know, so I can definitely see that with this card. Our task for the month of October is and I love this. I don't know if you can see it, but it's ten of wands, and it's this dragon, <gasps> and he's like chained down, mm-hmm. but he's flying away. So he's yeah. trying to break free, free from yes. all of these burdens. Pull. And um, like in Smith Rider Wait, the ten of wands is like this dude who's carrying all of these wands and he's so burdened by mm-hmm. them. And so really, I mean, I always look at this card as to like, you have a choice. You can, you know, like he's breaking free of all of these chains. Mm-hmm. You know, you can break free of the chains. Or you can continue to struggle. Or yeah, or you can continue to struggle. You can stay there and not do anything. And it's like with the wands, like, you know, he can throw them in front of them. Mm-hmm. He can throw them behind him. He can continue to carry them. So, and I think what we talked about with like all of this, like, deep, dark, psychic dive type stuff. It's kind of like the bullshit that you hold on to. Yeah. And figuring out where it best belongs. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, what do you need to break free from? And then, and then the possibility for October. And I love this. This is so freaking adorable. (laughs) It's, it's the 10 of cups. But you can see the baby dragon oh, in the middle of all God. the cups. And yes, then there's all of the, the other dragons yes. that are colors of the rainbow, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like flying away. Yes. And so in Smith Rider White, it's the family standing there with the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this beautiful, balanced scene. And so... I, and I just love this because it's just such a lovely card. So it's kind of like if you can stop holding yourself in contempt, if you can free yourself from burdens, real, imagined, whatever, you can have this. Because I also look at this card as like wish fulfilled. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you can you can have this balance. You can have yes. this relief. You can, you know, drink from all of these wonderful cups yeah um and you know really relish the hard work that you've done yep. and be and and feel free so yeah that's 
that's our that's our tarot it. reading for the month of October. I'm I'm pretty happy about yeah, it. Yeah, that that's one's actually really cool. That one's cool, and I I love this deck. Yeah, so no, much. I was just gonna say that I, that deck is gorgeous. Yeah, it's I gorgeous. It. It's called the Draconis deck. If- but you know, again. I'm my Eastern Zodiac is the dragon, so yeah. I'm a little biased. <laughs> I know I love dragons too. So, I guess with that, um, we are done with October. Woo! Any final thoughts? I'm just excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I love Halloween. Yeah, me too. You know, I love. You know, I'm a Scorpio, so like that's just yeah. my that's my jam. I'm just excited for it. I'm excited for fall and pumpkins and doing all of the stuff. I'm. This is the first time in a long time too that I'm actually really excited to like dress up for Halloween and like go out yeah. and like do things. Like yeah. I just feel like this renewed excitement mm-hmm. for it. So. Yeah, the, I I love the month of October and even and even going into November. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I know what happens after that because I'm not really a huge fan of winter, yeah. especially here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Same. But, you know, I do. I just I love this time of year. Like September, October, November mm-hmm. are just kind of like my my favorite months of the year. So, all right, everybody, until next time. Take care. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.